Day seven. <laughs> um, I actually don't know what I'm going to talk about. Uh, well, I do know what I'm going to talk about. I just don't know how I want to talk about it. Um, <clears throat> well, <sighs> okay. Um, Let's just address the hard parts. Um, <clears throat> so, yesterday, um, I, I was doing good. I was doing good most of the day, actually. Like, I was actually doing really good, you know, like I cleaned my room, <clears throat> you know, I made it look beautiful, amazing, you know, more zen-like. You know, I put my prayer rug on the floor. It's facing my plant. Um, I decided to finally bring my plant into my room because the cats keep messing with it. Um, hopefully, it'll do better now. And also get, like, more of the sunlight from my window. Um, but, um, you know, somewhere around, I don't know, a little bit more towards the end of the, the day, I suddenly became very not okay. And, you know, I started feeling a lot of the anxiety. And lately, like lately when I feel anxiety, it's like, you know, it doesn't want to go away. You know, it's like the whole time <clears throat> I'm in this state of like, just, you know, and, and typically I, I, I play it pretty calmly um, around my roommates. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I have that tendency to have a very calm exterior and while I'm completely anxious on the inside and my heart's beating like a million miles a minute but <sighs> um you know but I woke up this morning you know I felt better but I still had that lingering anxiety and then it finally you know it finally came to me that that whole time, I was resisting that anxiety. Like, I really was. Even though I was, like, trying to accept it, um, I really wasn't, you know. And I think sometimes... Like, also, you can get fooled into thinking that you're accepting it, you know. But it's very evident that you're not accepting it when the feeling is still kind of lingering, you know, inside of you. You're still resisting in some way. You may not know consciously why you're resisting, but I was resisting. And I was getting, 
I know I was getting a little frustrated last night, you know. I felt like crawling back to my old, um, I'm not going to say old habits, but I felt like crawling back to an, 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 an unhealthy habit, you know. I felt like reaching out for something that I shouldn't, right? And you know, it was just, <laughs> it was hard. <clears throat> and you know, but then I started thinking this morning, so I'm driving back, you know, why, why, why did I feel so anxious? Why? I mean, I know why I was to a degree, right? But then I started digging a little deeper, right? And I started realizing, you know, this is a part of the process, right? that I'm getting to know myself in a real way. That I'm, I'm facing my true self, right? I'm acknowledging, I'm starting to acknowledge the, the holes in my psyche, right? And now I'm trying to trace back. And there's something that popped up in my head while I was driving back from the gym today. And it, you know, it kind of began to make a little bit more sense, you know, that I'm still holding on to this persona of being strong, you know. In a very strange way, I've noticed about myself that I play to be vulnerable in order to pretend to be strong, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. But then, when it's just me by myself, right? Just me and me, it becomes a little different. It's almost like I don't want to be vulnerable to myself, right? And then in that very much, and in that case, I'm not strong at all, right? You know, I can be vulnerable to other people, you know, and I think a lot of people look at that as like, oh, he's, he's much stronger than I am. He can be vulnerable and, you know, whatever. But I think when it came down to being vulnerable to myself, you know, that's where it seems I have a lot of work to do. Um, but then I started asking, you know, why, why do I like to pretend that I'm strong to myself? What is, what is it? What is it about that? Because, I mean, I don't, I feel like I don't necessarily like doing that in front of people, but I guess I do. 
but I particularly tend to hold a very strong identity with myself about, you know, being put together. You know, or at least always trying to be put together. And I started realizing that, you know, if I start tracing back to my childhood again, it started to make a little bit more sense, you know. You know, I have I have a, a younger sister and I always had to drag her along. You know, um, she always, uh, you know, I always, always had to drag her to make sure that she was school in school on time. I always had to drag her along, you know, being the older brother, make sure that she would get on the bus, make sure she would get out of the house. I mean, it was, went from middle school to high school. You know, in many ways I had to put myself together to drag somebody else along. And when my sister started having, you know, some mental issues and, you know, other issues, um, I, you know, just reflecting on these moments a lot of these moments, I started realizing that I began to suppress a lot of my, a lot of things going wrong with myself because I didn't want to cause any more issues with my parents. Like I didn't want my parents to worry any more than they already were with my my sister, right? It, and and that does seem, and that is the common theme. A lot of it is. I mean, it still is in a way. You know, my sister does tend to hold the the main attraction, you know, the main attention, because she is the one that most of us are worried about, you know. But I think as a consequence of that, I built, I tried to build, build a very strong identity to being okay, to being put together, you know, to being the one sibling, the, you know, the, the, the child that is, that you shouldn't have to worry about, you know, and, and I find myself now realizing that in many ways, I still try to carry myself exactly like that, you know. I, I really try not to worry my parents because I know they're so preoccupied with my sister, you know. They're so preoccupied with her. And, you know, it's getting to the point where even my father, I mean, you know, he has Parkinson's and stuff and he he can't really, um, he can't really handle really any stressful information anymore. It just, it just, um, it just, you know, 
it really causes them harm and you know that makes me realize I should call him because he called me the other day and I haven't I haven't I don't know why I haven't called him I know I've been texting him but for some reason I just don't want to call him I haven't really figured that one out right now you know like for some reason I just I just want to text him but I don't want to call him I don't know um yeah but I, I do realize that you know now tracing back my childhood it seems that I have built this strong identity within myself about being the sibling that is put together being the sibling that you know doesn't have any issues or doesn't and I think now and I think I think that's what's been you know slowly biting back at me you know slowly biting back at me it really has I think And, and I think many ways I still like to fool myself into being the more put together one. You know. Even even when even when people lean on me, right? And I think even I like betraying that I am the the more put together one, right? So people can lean on me to further, again, reinforce the fact that I am the more put-together one, right? And it's this kind of tracing back that I begin to realize that I'm finally getting to know who I really am, you know, what, what, you know, what I'm not, you know, because it becomes self-evident now that there's very much lots of me that's not put together, you know, and I realized I built such a strong identity over being, you know, the sibling that's put together, the sibling that doesn't have any issues, you know, the person that you can always lean on for anything, right? That it will never, you know, affect me in any way. I notice I still hold, I try to hold on to that identity. And I realize that I need to let that go. You know, I need, I need to, I need to let that, that false version of me go. If I really do want to become a more whole person. You know, and and finally, when I look at these holes in my psyche, I start to really see myself, my true self, right? Behind all the 
false identities I've given myself, right? The abandoned child, the, you know, the strong put together child. But really, there's just so much fear. <laughs> and I think that that's crazy. I, I came to the conclusion, I'm, I came to the conclusion that I'm so afraid. I am so scared. That's where most of my anxiety comes from. That I'm just so afraid. I'm so afraid. And it's not just one thing. I'm just so afraid of so many things. You know what I mean? It's like all that, all that persona, all that all those false identities, they're all covering up just how scared I really am. And, and I think you know, finally coming face to face with how scared I am, you know, relationships, everything, life, just everything. I know because of this, because of this encounter with myself, tracing back the the origins of why I'm feeling of what I'm feeling and catching myself I begin to feel slowly you know a releasement of like I know I'm going the right way because finally I am seeing myself more clearly you know and that I need to let go of all these identities that I've just built. But I'm going to cut this short because I think I want to take a nap before work. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it. All right, bye.